Hey guys, welcome to the Teacher's Side Hustle podcast where we help bring innovation into the classroom from the Teacher's Side Hustle upwards. It is Vince Massara here from vincemassara.com. I was lucky enough to be joined by content creator, online course creating extraordinaire Yvette Solvaris for this episode. We speak everything online course created from how you get your syllabus to creating ideas to why you need an audience before you start marketing your online course and why face-to-face networking still has its place in online business. Yvette was on holiday in sunny Tasmania for this, so apologies for any sound issues that may still be lingering. Also, stick around for my key takeaways after the interview. I started with asking Yvette about her background as a high school drama teacher. Drama and uh, social sciences, like humanities, like oh. history and all that sort of stuff. Perfect. So that's, it's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Like it's a bit of a long, bit of a long trail to getting from teaching, you know, secondary school drama into having a daycare business and <laughs> teaching other people how to start their online courses and whatnot. How did you, exactly. how, did, how are the, the twists and turns <laughs> to get you from A to B? Oh my goodness. It was quite funny. I was just, um, as I was flying over to Tassie last night, I was kind of sitting in the plane daydreaming out the window going, how the hell did I end up doing where I am now? Like if someone told me 20 years ago, this is where I'd be, I'd probably laugh in their faces. (laughs) I'd be like, what the hell? But um, yeah, lots and lots of twisted turns in my little career, I guess you could say. So it's obviously started off as a teacher And then somebody along the line recruited me to run private drama lessons out of a primary school that was attached to an outside school care service. So I started doing that. And then from there, I decided I wanted to do primary teaching because I was working with little kids more than big kids. So I went on and did primary teaching. And somehow while I was doing primary teaching, I was still teaching those extracurricular drama classes. And then I started working in outside school hours care because they wanted a teacher at that stage because I tend to know what was going on because at that stage there was no like mandatory qualifications in the industry. So yeah. um, that's how I got, yeah, that's how I got into outside school hours care. Then somehow I just worked my way up and ended up being a director of one of the largest in Victoria while I was still doing a few drama classes on the side. Yeah. But every- Yeah, and I've done emergency teaching and all that sort of stuff as well. But while I was the director of an outside school hours care, I really loved um, mentoring my staff because I had a huge staff. I had over 20 staff. It was a massive service. We had like, you know, 100 kids a night. So it was completely crazy. And I really enjoyed mentoring my staff and training my staff. And I had a few trainees who were doing their Cert 3 in um, childcare who were working for me. So from there, that's where I went into the TAFE system to, you know, train the certificate and diploma of early childhood or whatever it was called at that time. But that's when I started doing online course creation as well and writing courses for um, other institutions that would hire me as a freelancer to do a lot of course writing for them. And not just in childcare, I might add, I've done things for building as well. So it asked me how I did building and construction stuff. But hey, I did it. I'm yeah, a teacher. You've, I got to, you've got to do what you've got to do. <laughs> I've got to do what I've got to do. So, so um, yeah. <laughs> so that led into ethical training solutions. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So all that while I was in the TAFE system and other people were like contracting me as a freelancer, um, I was talking to my colleague 
And her and I decided we didn't want to be where we were anymore because of what was happening in the industry at the time and in the company that we're working in at the time. So we decided to go and set up ethical training solutions. And that way we could help students find ethical training options. Because as you know, the, um, the, you know, the training system is, um, well, at one stage was pretty dodgy and there was some very unscrupulous people out there. So our aim was to help students get into the right courses with the right training providers yep. because we knew the ins and outs of the system. But while I was doing that, I was also doing course writing. So I did some course writing for a group in Sydney. I can't even remember the name of them now. And I did, um, I think it was 15 short courses on different things for the building industry. So things like anger management for builders. Yeah, and yeah. Um, stress management for builders and all sorts of random things like that. And then what I did from that is then went on to online course creation. Yeah. So that was, and those building online courses were given out through the tape system and things like that yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's really, that's, right. that's, that's really great because so much has been made of um, online course creation now. And it's such, it's such a buzz um, like industry, I guess, and everyone's sort of starting their own online course. And it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of a, the next step, especially for people who are doing their own business in an online way as well. But yeah. I think it is forgotten that, you know, there is still the old school way of teaching courses like adult learning, uh, TAFE, even some universities yeah. do online courses as well. And there's still an opportunity to show what you know in that field rather than you know building up your business to the fact that you have your own online course and your own audience so there are still ways to do it and you're kind of balancing a little bit of both at the moment and it must have been a great way to sort of start with online courses is because i'm sure when you're doing the business and you're doing the building online courses and the anger management for builders and they're sort of giving you a rough outline of what needs to be in the online course yeah yeah yeah, so that's what I did. But then back in, I think it was the summer of 2016, that's when I decided to experiment a bit more for myself for online courses. So that's when I thought I'd just sit down during my holidays because a teacher never stops working, as you probably know. Yeah, as everyone so, before, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you may have a couple of months off. Well, I do usually over summer, but my couple of months were spent doing course creation. And yep. doing it for myself, not doing it for someone else, which I think is um, where it all came from. So I had to play with, I played with a lot of different online platforms. As you know, there is so many out there. Yeah. There is, uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy world out there. But I found one that worked for me, which is really important. Yeah. Which, what, um, what course is that event? What, um, what platform is that that you use? Yep. So I use Thinkific. Yep. Yep. Um, they're fantastic. It's, it's so easy to do because I'm the most non-technical person, as you probably know through today's technical. <laughs> yep. Uh, for those of you listening, it took us a good forty <laughs> minutes to set this uh, to set this call up. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to my world. But for some reason, Thinkific works amazingly for me, um, and I kind of figure, you know, I've had such good results from using that platform. Um, it's drop and click a lot of it. And do you know what I really love? The creative process. 
of actually getting to design things like you know design my own graphics I um you know get to play with a whole lot of different other tools and everything which is really cool. fun and do you get to but, do that, is that creative process through Thinkific it's through other integrations that oh but you get to incorporate it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Thinkific's your platform basically yep, yep, yep. But it's an easy platform to navigate and to use for a muppet like myself. <laughs> yeah, and it's very, um, it's very drag and drop, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So very yeah. cool. So that would be yeah. your your record, your professional recommendation to anyone who wants um, to start their own. Yeah, hundred percent. And also, you've got full control over it, over it as well. You can price it whatever you want. Yeah. You can market it any way you want. In fact, it's yours. It's Perfect. not like um. You know, other ones like Udemy, I think they take a huge percentage. Yeah, and, and crazy. I think Udemy, yeah. do they limit what how much you can charge on a course now as well, I, I think? I think so. I played yeah. with it for like a couple of weeks and I'm like, no, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played around with it a little bit too. And I know back in the old days of Udemy, they used to be able to, you could charge whatever you want. And because it's such a marketplace, people were sort of, you know, making really good income off that. And now... Um, yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that every time you log into Udemy, there's a special sale where everything is under $15. Um, yeah, I'm not selling myself for 15 bucks. I don't know about other people. Yeah, but that's I'm it. And with that. the amount of work that goes into creating some courses, um, mm. and I guess that's why a lot of Udemy courses, they still have their place, but a lot of them will use them as almost like lead generation for you know the course they host on Thinkific or something like that. Yeah, but I don't, I just use my own courses that I've yeah. developed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and yeah. Yvette, yeah. there's a lot of people out here listening who want to start their own online course. As a matter of fact, I know so many teachers who sell their products online and sell their teaching resources online and they've developed quite a bit of a following and now they're up to the stage where they want to build an online course and they want to get that out there and start educating some people. What would be your kind of steps to sort of get that from a dream to a reality? Um, oh, well, I'll just say you have to kind of experiment a bit to feel yep. comfortable in the online course world. It's very different from classroom teaching. A lot of teachers probably feel, well, I can do it in the classroom. It should be easier online. It's not. Yeah. It's a totally different world. So you kind of take the leap and do it. I'm not saying don't do it, yep. but you have to realize you don't have your students in front of you. So it's very hard to gauge if people are liking what you're putting out there yep. and if it's actually working. So it's really hard yeah. to do. Don't think, don't think you're going to make a million dollars overnight by doing online course creation yep. because you're not. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't so, work that way. And don't believe anybody who tells you either. It's a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> so experiment. I'm being honest. Test. Yeah. yeah I'm experiment, honest. test, get it test, out there. Get it out there. And don't get so caught up in the um, it's got to look perfect sort yeah. of mentality. Um, I always say get something out there first, yeah. even if it's just a free sample of what you're doing. Because the great thing about Thinkific is you can have a little free course. Yep. And your little free course can be the lead course into your main course. And don't get caught up with the whole, you know, lights, camera, action side of things, as I call it. Yeah. Just um, go with the flow, put something out there, and then you can always refine it as you go on. 
Yeah, that's that's really good advice because I guess so many people, especially if they're putting themselves, you know, literally out there with, you know, they could be getting their face on the screen, which is, you know, enough for some people yeah. to sort of shiver. Yeah. But if you're putting yourself out there, sometimes you do want it to be perfect. And I guess that's that's something as well. And especially as teachers, we know that you would never suggest that a student, you know, waits until something's perfect, you know, ask for instruction or something like that, where always yeah. giving feedback and always looking for students to ask for feedback. And if we're, if you wait for perfect, you're probably waiting too long, I guess. Um, yeah. And yeah. if I could compare it to something I like what I'm doing with this podcast, they always say that if you don't look back at the first, you know, it could be your first blog post or your first podcast episodes or whatever. If you don't look back at your first ones and be like completely embarrassed, you probably waited too long. So, um, <laughs> I think that's, yeah, I think so too. So that's, that's really good. That's really good advice. So just get something out there, get started. Um, how do you go in regards to setting the syllabus or anything like that? Sort of creating the ideas about what you're going to teach. Yeah, that look really, for me, it comes through market research. So yeah. I'm a big advocate of social media for that type of thing. So I'm forever in Facebook groups. Um, I've got my own childcare Facebook group because predominantly I've been doing childcare. But recently I have been hosting meetups for course creators. Yep. And that's where, you know, I've been helping people. That's where my workshop idea came from. Because a lot of people have been saying over these meetups, you know, we really need help getting started. And so, you know, that's where that came from. But I find that to put your syllabus and put your curriculum together, you have to put a lot of thought into it and you have to kind of, see what people want i guess is the first thing yep. and then then it's the planning stage which can take months like for me to put an online course together i can be doing it often from start to finish good six to nine months oh wow. it's not just yeah. something i do yeah it's not something i just do in a week you know you go from your market research stage to see what people want to the actual writing the course content and that itself is a task you know, how are you going to present this course for people? You've got to think of how, how people learn. Not everybody learns the same way. You've got so many different learning styles. And how do you put that into your online course? Yeah, that's that's exactly so right. And there are, there are so yeah. many ways to do it. Um, do you, how do you prefer to do your, do you have like a set way that you usually do? Do you like have, you know, the, the slides with your voice in the background? Do you have like a little you presenting? How do you usually go about your courses? Look, I do it so many different ways. So every module or every chapter of my course will have something different. So it's not always just a PowerPoint presentation with my voice. Yep. Sometimes it's a talking head, like me talking. And I've been experimenting with green screen now, so I can have my little logo and Perfect. all sorts of things in the background, which is really fun. Yeah, um, I do a lot of interactive things. So I've discovered this really cool website called H5P which integrates with Thinkific and you can do all sorts of presentations like um, hotspots, you know, you've got an image and you click on the image and a bubble will come out explaining something. Oh, wow. Or, you know, little quizzes or really type things. Yeah. And I find yeah. that's really good because if you've got students, you know, if you're online, you don't want to just sit there and watch a video or listen to somebody speak. If you can point and click and sort of get involved in it oh, that wow. way. Oh, wow. So it makes it, it makes it interactive. Yeah, it does to an extent. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, that's really fun as well. And Ooh. I like to add a bit of like a fun element to it just yeah. to keep people entertained. I mean, not entertained, but my theory is if you're having fun while you're learning, you're going to learn. Oh, that's it. You want to keep so, people engaged. Um, yeah. 
What was that? What was that URL again? I'll have to write that down. Um, it's the letter H. Yep. Five P and I think dot org. I think. Just five, Google it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. H five P dot org. Awesome. Five, the number five P. The number five. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I've just popped it in chat. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah. Let's go from your market research, you've got your experimenting, your testing. Once you've got, you know, the first thing you want to go out there and you want to start putting it out there, you want to start showing people and you want to start getting some feedback. Do you, are you one to sort of pre-sell your course? Do you wait till it's finished and then start selling it? Um, how do you go about um, making money from your courses? Yeah, so I do like to give a little bit of a free sneak peek to people. So what I'll do is I'll make um, sections of my course a free trial and then I'll market it that way. So that way it gets people in, it gets them to have a taste of what I've got. I may not have finished the course by then, yep. but it will show them bits of the course that I've done. And that way I can get feedback at the same time if I need to go back and fine tune things. Yep. And then from there, I use my email list because obviously they've logged into the Thinkific site. They've popped their email, so I've already got their details. And then I send out an email to everyone. Just, oh, you know, a marketing email saying it's up and running. And, yeah, that's how we make money from it. Or we also advertise it via, you know, social media, so Facebook groups. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. And for someone who is maybe starting out, would you suggest they build up an audience before getting into the online course creation? How would you go about, would you recommend, how can I put it? Would you recommend starting an online course if you didn't have that audience to market it to? No. The reason I say you should have an audience to start with, because people need to build up trust. They need to know that you're a subject matter expert in whatever your course is going to be on. So if you don't have an audience or you don't have a, a presence in the industry that you're trying to sell to, then obviously people aren't going to know who you are or, or listen to you, I guess. Because it comes down to trust as well. So if you're charging, you know, 100 bucks or whatever for your course and somebody you want someone to buy that course, I think they want to know you as a person or your company is a legitimate company before actually venturing out and buying your course. So we yeah. always have, you know, we have an audience that we you know, that we build on to sell our courses with. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. I, I completely agree. It was a bit of a, bit of a loaded question, but I think uh, <laughs> it is, yeah. it um, is so easy to like get, you know, super excited and put the cart before the horse and um, you kind of need people who are willing to pay for it without kind of knowing it's there because we've definitely all tried to market it before and people will be like, Oh, that's a really good idea or something like that. But it doesn't mean yeah. that they're going to actually, you know, get their wallets out and um, pay for something. So Correct. definitely building that audience is so, so important. And that's yeah. something you can be doing. And that's getting that market research that you're talking about and getting those ideas, because yeah. I guess it's something that if you create the right audience, you can just make the course about what they need, which is basically what you've done with your course creators. You've, you've built your audience first and then gone from there and figured out what they need. So I want to hear a little bit more about that um, workshop for course creators. How did that, so that come about through you networking with other course creators? 
Correct. Yes. So I was networking with other course creators offline more than online. Yep. I find that um, that builds up more of a relationship with people. I can talk to death in Facebook groups of people, but actually seeing them and sitting down and having a coffee with them is a completely different thing. Yes. So, yeah, which is amazing because that's, that's what I feel. You need to build up relationships offline and more than online. Yep. That's just me. That's just my philosophy. So, yeah, so I networked with a bunch of course creators. We've been meeting up, you know, probably once a month, having coffee. Um, as part of, you know, some of them come from the Thinkific group. Some have come from a little group that I set up myself, a bit of a mix of people. And one of the main themes that were coming out of these meetups is we're all so confused. We don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. It's driving us crazy help. So I thought, well, if people need help, I'm, if I can put an online course together, which I've done like three or four of them, anybody can do it. Like I'm, you know, the most non-technical person in the world. Yeah. Yet, yet, yet somehow I can do it, right? But it took a lot of research and a lot of time. Don't get me wrong. It's not, you know, I woke up one morning and here it was. I yeah. actually you know, put a lot of work into it. So these people, um, the course creating community who needed help, I put together a workshop for them and we all sat down last Saturday and it was a complete sellout. I only wanted 10 people in the course. I wasn't after quantity. I was after quality. Yeah. So I was after helping I can't help 20 people, That's but I it. can help 10 people. That's it. And with yeah. those with those workshops, yeah. you kind of want a little you want a limited number i guess so you can give them their full benefit correct and it was quite funny we ran the workshop from 10 till 3 i had my husband helping me as tech support because it was you know i needed that extra support helping but these guys they wanted more they wanted more time i i was completely spent by the end of the session i was quite tired yeah but um there's they, they needed help and it was great. You know, we experimented with green screen. We looked about how to put a course together using, you know, different tools that I've used that have worked very successfully. And, um, yeah, I just explained all that to them and it went really, really well. And great thing is some people have actually started creating their course since that workshop, which, yeah, is, that's, what do, which is amazing. That's cool. I've, and yeah. The thing is, there's so many ways you can go with that as well because I've definitely bought an online course before. I can't actually remember which one it was, but once I logged in, I was definitely, I was like, this is just a workshop that someone's recorded and like <laughs> turned it into an online course, which is cool because it's like you want, you want someone teaching there. It's kind of like getting the, you know, the recording of the lecture at university. Like yeah. you could read, you could yeah. read the textbook, but it's kind of more like being there. And I was like, it, it worked because the questions that I had in my head you know, somebody else in the workshop was asking and they were getting answered. So, um, yeah, I think that's a great way to go about it as well. And I do love the fact that you've mentioned to network offline as well, which I think is um, so underrated now, I guess, because it's so easy to do it online. Um, yeah. It just means you can get, you can get the quantity of, you know, connections online and, I still think there's nothing quite like actually going out and grabbing a coffee with someone and, um, networking there and doing those networking events and, you know, sorry yeah. guys, you might have to go and actually talk to people. Um, <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, I think that's, that's really, really useful. So thank you so much of it. Um, where can, oh, for starters, before we even do that, if you were to give yeah. one 
piece of advice to any teacher out there who wants to start their own online course, what would it be? If you could narrow it down to one. Yeah, just do it. Don't overthink it. Just get out there and do something. Just even if it's the crappiest thing in the world, just do it. Get yeah. involved in it. That's just all do I can it. say. Just, just do, do it. it. You, should, you should trademark that phrase. I don't think it's been used oh God, before. Hasn't someone already done that? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's been used before. Um, <laughs> no, I just mean just get out there. You know what I mean. Just do it. Just, just, just don't, don't procrastinate. Don't do sit it. there and overthink it. Just put something down. And just get it out there. Like, Excellent. don't don't overthink it. Yeah. Yes, I love it. I love it. So, Yvette, yeah. where can where can anyone find you and Ethical Training Solutions out there? Yep, they can find me on Facebook. So, we've got a Facebook page, which is just under Ethical Training Solutions. Or you can go to our website, which is www.ethicaltrainingsolutions.com. Or you can email me at etsmelb.com. That's ETS Melbourne, so M-E-L-B at gmail.com as well. Excellent. Thank you so much, Yvette. It's been awesome. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for your time. We're all very, very grateful. Yeah, thanks. It's awesome. been fun. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Cool. See ya. So what was your biggest takeaway, guys? My biggest takeaway with Yvette was 100% the way that her career and her side hustle has developed into a full-time hustle. And like she said, it's taken little twists and turns that she had no idea that it would take. She rolled with it and now she is creating online courses and doing exactly what she wants to do, which is absolutely incredible. You can find her at ethicaltrainingsolutions.com, which is the um, URL that she dropped at the end there. Also, you can catch me at vincemassara.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-M-A-S-S-A-R-A.com. And to get a free ebook with all of the tools that I use for my side hustle and I suggest you use for yours, go to vincemassara.com forward slash toolkit. That's vincemassara.com forward slash toolkit. And that is a nice free ebook with heaps of tools that I use and I suggest that you use too really cool stuff. So thank you for that. Please subscribe so we can get some of these in your inbox. They don't come out every single week. I'm trying to get them out every single week, but as you know, um, it all depends on the amount of people we get and the amount of interest there is as well. So the more people subscribe, the more people listening, the more likely there will be one of these every week. I've rambled on for a fair while now. So thank you very much. And I will see you next time.